Hello and welcome to yet another exciting episode of Voicing Thoughts. Uh, my name is Garang Lester and I'm incredibly honored to always know that you are here. So uh, in this second episode of Voicing Thoughts, I'm going to voice my thoughts on a very familiar topic that I think we also know about, at least many of us know about. Okay, let me just say, let me just assume that all of us know about it, right? So, uh, so this week we're going to talk about education, right? Like education, the way it sounds. And to put a little of context, I'm going to discuss education um, with regards to how it is perceived and then whether or not it is serving its purpose or perhaps to what extent right so my question that i'm going to be addressing today is whether education is still the key or whether it's actually time that we rethink the relationship between the key and perhaps the lock or the padlock that the key intends or that we intend the key to be opening right so the key is education like many people have always preached it and I'm assuming the padlock is so many other doors of our lives that we would like to open doors to success doors to fame doors to many other things that we want to have so that we have self-actualization in our lives right so the assumption here is that with adequate education you can open all the doors that you want to open as a person, right? So with that assumption, then the question then comes in, are we opening the doors even after getting the education that one, we are given, or two, we give ourselves, or three, we get? Are we opening the doors? And if we are not, why? And if we are opening, to what extent are we opening the right doors, right? And perhaps what determines whether the doors we open are the right doors or are not the right doors? So these are some of the questions that I'm going to be voicing my thoughts upon. So what is education? I mean, loosely, how do we understand education? Personally, I'm going to give how I understand education. I know there is how you understand it as a person and you will just find out if we are at the same side of how we understand education, right? So this is how I understand education. Education is the process of imparting knowledge, skills, and ideas, judgments into ourselves. So the process of imparting knowledge, skills, ideas, judgments into ourselves, whether by our parents, by our teachers, or lecturers, or whether by ourselves, which in most cases called self-education, we are imparting knowledge skills into ourselves, right? So the process of doing that is, in my understanding, what education is. So the other question would be, okay then, so why do we need to be educated? Or even before I talk about that, how do we get educated? I think there are two famous ways of getting educated. That's formally and informally. Uh, formally being the organized one in curriculums, you go to primary, actually you go to nursery, 
kindergarten the times you go to nursery you go to primary you go to high school you go to college you go to university and so on and so forth right that is a sort of structured systemic education there is a system that we follow while informally would be the casual ways of getting educated the everyday way or the mother will tell you okay don't come home beyond 11 okay don't dress this way okay don't speak to elders like this that is the informal part of education i'm assuming right i'm not actually assuming that is what it is so in those two forms or ways of educating ourselves or being educated does what we get the information the skills the knowledge the ideas the judgments that we get into ourselves or that are imparted into ourselves do they are uh, equip us with the ability to open the doors that we want to open because we are assuming that process becomes the key and then we start opening our personal doors in life are we opening the doors or perhaps are we opening the right doors and why uh, i mean we are educated formally and informally we went to school we grew up with parents guardians and other people that tell us what is right and what isn't right so then are we opening the doors and what determines whether you're opening a door or whether you're opening the right door right so those are the things that we're going to be or we are already discussing sorry now so the underlying assumption is that when you are educated you are able to work one of the doors you open is the door to your work that when you work you earn when you earn you you are able to get what you want uh whether it's a car whether it's a house whether it's nice people whether it's being healthy whether it's visiting places traveling etc you are able to get all that because you have the money you're working you earn so then so ideally education becomes a key to getting jobs that are paying or creating jobs that are paying because you are either get employed or you you get self employed so getting one of the two needs you to have been educated in a certain manner that allows you to be employed sorry employed and two allows you to be able to to create a job opportunity for yourself and perhaps for other people so is our education doing this and to what extent and how can we improve it uh well so like i said i'm going to be voicing my loud thoughts i know you have your thoughts you will just underline or align with mine or yeah we move so then since the advent of modern education people have learned how to read and write people have learned how to speak in foreign languages mm, yeah this one i'm already speaking people have learned how to build um machines technology and many other things as a result of education people have developed formulae for things people have developed theories that are followed economic theories political theories and many other theories that we keep learning and keep teaching other people as we grow but then how are those helping us to grow to open our doors and to move on those are the questions that keep coming up right so education has 
improved illiteracy uh, sorry literacy the ability to read and write uh, people have related better because people are civilized educated and there is there is a better sense of personality that comes with being educated people have actually been able to achieve that right but the fundamental reason why we get educated is to be able to either have jobs to do or to either create some right but to what extent are we doing this so these are the things that we are exploring and maybe by be able to answer the question of if education is still the key or not many countries are struggling with unemployment as we speak or at least as i speak many countries have huge numbers of young and old people that are able to work have the skills to work but just cannot find what to do and the questions are always why can't we get what to do there are always people that are assigned answering those questions whether they answer them or not is a question of another day so there are people we always ask if we don't have jobs there are people we always ask if the jobs we have are not favoring us and all those things but have we ever thought of fundamentally why we cannot have the jobs that we need many people graduate from colleges every year thousands of kids get out of school or in simple terms become employable almost every other year but these people don't get the jobs that they need why is that so is it that we are not creating jobs or is it that we are already too many compared to the jobs that are available and many other things so why is this happening is some of the reasons some of the questions that we keep asking ourselves right so ideally employment or unemployment the ideas of employment or unemployment are premised on the availability of jobs or the rate at which jobs are being created so in order to be employed or to employ more people there may there have to be many jobs opportunities for those people to be employed for those job opportunities to exist they must be created so the rate at which people create jobs and the rate at which people become employable or graduate should be therefore uh, be able to normalize and if they don't then there will be an there will be an employment crisis people a lot of people may not get jobs because the rate at which jobs are being created is lower than the rate at which people become employable right i'm assuming people being employable is having the skills to work and having the interest to work so then i'll cite an example of a country that i have grown up for the rest of my mature age or intellectual maturity age um, i've been in uganda for close to eight years now and every other year that passes every other year that passes over 700,000 people become employable or ideally they join the employment market looking for jobs actively looking for jobs of all that 700,000 people you find that it's around 90,000 people that are able to get jobs so what then happens the remaining people the remaining majority in most cases they do not get the jobs right so when they don't get the jobs there are an extra margin over 
the subsisting unemployment problem so they become other people that need to be to be employed and then that is just employability in general you'd find that every other year that passes over 400,000 people graduate from colleges universities in Uganda but out of all the 400,000 you'd find that is only 150 people are able to get jobs so the remaining over 350 people or graduates do not actually get the jobs that they've been trained skilled imparted uh, or skills imparted into them for that purpose of getting the jobs they don't get them so meaning that the rate at which jobs are being created is not proportionate to the rate at which people become employable and then there's a problem so what then could be the solution is to create more jobs but how do we do that is a question of how much skills we possess and how much information that we possess ideally you'd understand that in order to create an employment employment opportunity for yourself or for other people then you must have had enough and wide scope of knowledge of the the, the environment in which you live uh you see one time i was in a conference and listening to these motivational speakers and these people talking and telling people about how to improve themselves etc but then there is this statement that one of them made that wealth is a reward for solving problems that if you identify a problem and then you figure out a way to solve it then you get rewarded ideally what it means is you identify a problem you figure out how to solve it then you start earning from the solution you're providing f- for the problem the likes of zuckerberg decided that people needed to be connected people needed to connect even when they're not in the same places so they said okay we're going to build facebook and they're earning from facebook um many other people that have invented wanted to solve a certain problem that existed so why are we not solving the problems that come up so that we can create jobs for ourselves and for other people and get the rewards that we need so that that question comes back to the scope of the knowledge that we possess about one the problems that we go through two there would be solutions to those problems and these are things that we assume should have been learned at school at school they should have taught you the problems that your society is facing there would be solutions that the society would come in and then the culture of thinking the culture of exploring variables to generate uh solutions various solutions to problems that are existing so if that culture then is not developed then it becomes hard for you to even address your mind to the possibility of being the one that would invent a solution to a certain problem take an example if the system that prepares you imparts in you skills prepares you for examinations teaches you how to remember teaches you how to cram teaches you how to all those we know how what we learn in school but little of how to challenge yourself to find solutions to problems would you then be able to would you come out of school and argue that you have learned the art of thinking or the art of attempting to uh suggest 
solutions for problems. And if you cannot do that, so even if problems are going on in the society, it, it would be practically hard for you to address your mind to the fact that you would you could be the one to suggest the problem or to figure out the, the, the solution, sorry, to that problem. So we come out with this idea that we're going to be employed, we're going to work with big corporate companies, we're going to work here, we're going to work there. But when we get out then and find that there are already people already working there and they are already enough and they don't need any other person, we sit down and say, oh yeah, there are no employment opportunities. So if they are not there, how do you utilize what you learned from school? So it goes back to our question of, are we getting the right key then? Or is the key going to open the doors we want to open, assuming the door in this case is employment? So then if we cannot come to the employment opportunity market and get employed or, or, or get self-employed, are we holding then the right key? Or is it that someone perhaps has changed the padlock and we have another key? These are questions that keep coming up. You see, um, in around January 2020, the World Economic Forum sat in Davos. And one of the key things that were highlighted from that World Economic Forum is the fact that there should be a reskilling or upskilling process if we are going to meet the demands of the future job market. Future is very near. So if we're going to be able to be employable in the future, we need to reskill people now or we need to upskill people now, improve on the skills we have or reskill people again, like perhaps in simple language, go back to school again, take them back to school and reskill them because the skills they possess may not be the skills that the future will want. There was also this idea that the jobs of the future, that future is going to present about at close to 96 types of jobs surrounded or located around only seven professionals or fundamentally or predominantly seven professionals that are going to present the need for about 60, 96 jobs. So meaning the people that would be employed in the future, most of them would have to fit in the seven professionals and they would be part of those 96 jobs. Of which jobs, in order to be able to, uh, to, to qualify, you need reskilling or upskilling. Now, some of these professionals or these professional areas are in care, engineering and cloud computing, uh, cell marketing and content creation, data and artificial intelligence, green jobs, people and culture, and specialized management or project management skills. So ideally, you would see that in order to fit in the jobs of the future, you need to skill yourself to fit in these about seven. Among others, these are not just conclusive, the one, but among others, but fundamentalities. So to be part of the majority, you need this. So, and then there is this common knowledge that people know that future is artificial intelligence, future is computing, future is robotic, future is blah, blah. So when machines begin to take the jobs that we already have, the little that we are fighting for, don't we then have to be reskilled and upskilled so that we can either learn how to use the machines 
or perhaps possess the same knowledge as the machine so that we can I mean we, we, we got to do something about it whatever we do it must be able to show the relevance of the key that we possess as we move on so these are things that keep keep running around and we see them and then there's this idea that education is the key what is it opening if many people graduate and cannot work if many people graduate and majority of them are taken up by the jobs that wouldn't literally require you to even go to school for all that time then what is the relevance of going to school and i would like to cite the same country again because i i think i have just known a lot because of the fact that i've been here more for more time when i am my eyes were open than any other place in Uganda, the jobs that take a lot of graduates are more about a taxi and then van taxi and maybe mobile money and other few other jobs. Many other jobs that take them are jobs that would not ideally require them to go to school from kindergarten to primary to high school to college, university, ABC and possess a university degree. Others even have more than one degrees, but they still write border borders. So what then is the significance of all the time you spend in school or the significance of the paper you have possessed and then you do something that wouldn't even require anyone to go to school. But it is not to show that what they are doing is not right or it's not, it's not helping. It is to simply show that even those who appear to be employed at the end of the day are underemployed, meaning you possess skills and the job you should be doing with them is not the job you are doing and then you end up doing anything that presents itself so that you can elevate your situation so that you cannot lack food or something so you become underemployed and whatever knowledge skilling you went through is either useless or it is irrelevant right so what then is the question is shouldn't we really rethink the skills we possess and how we possess them and shouldn't we then look for means to tailor um, the skills we possess towards the jobs we target or towards the world we are moving to ideally if the world is moving computerized ai and abcd shouldn't we then maybe change our system to therefore be able to prepare people for such a world uh, these are the questions that keep coming up and I thought I should voice my thoughts on this so that you could also think and then 